This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. You see, (laughs) this is why no matter what a Christian is going through, when you are a man of divine presence, joy will be part of your life. External circumstances can't quench it. Paul was in the prison and he was writing to free men. He said, rejoice, I say unto you, rejoice again. This must have been the reason why Joseph was the one who noticed which prisoner was happy, which one was not happy. When he was going to interpret the guy's dream, he said to the guy, why are you looking sad? They were all supposed to be looking sad. But some people have found a depth in God that sorrow and sighing, they have fled away. They are now true sons of the Father. We are the Spirit. You know, that's what the Bible says. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You can't be a spirit-filled man and not have joy. No matter what is going on, Nigeria can't take it away from you. End time can't take it away from you. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Aren't you glad that you're a Christian? <laughs> oh, God. Why we're going to listen to that? You know me, don't take If you don't understand it, don't worry. <laughs> All right. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. God bless you. Can have your seats briefly. <laughs> Glory. You know, if you attend this church, you don't need a gym. <laughs> Hallelujah. The presence of God is your gym. <laughs> Next week, Sunday is one of your awesome. Please invite somebody to church. All the services. Now let's read. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. David began to pray in Psalm 20. And he said, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble and may the name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Then he said, may he send help from his sanctuary. Listen, at times or at all times, you need divine help. Some of the things I've shared before, even in the presence of Jesus, when he told Peter to walk on water, as Peter began to sing, Jesus did not help until he asked for it. Mercy and help are two things. They are not Old Testament stuff. And I can take you through the Bible to understand. You know, the day Paul was talking to Agrippa in Acts chapter 26, I think verse 22, he said, I would not obtain help from God. I'm alive till now. Because moments away, the Pharisees could have killed him. They arrested Paul as he was preaching in Jerusalem. And before they could kill him, soldiers were just passing the centurion and he sent soldiers to take Paul away. What is it about divine name? I want to show you a scripture today and then call your attention to the fact that these are the things that you must insert into your prayer. The fact that God won't just go 
and do something unless somebody asks him for it. And in your prayer, there are some words that should be consistent. Mercy and help. But you've been told that let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain what? Mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4, what verse? We find grace to help. But the Bible says, let us come that we might obtain mercy. Mm. And remember, it is already written. It is not of him that run it. It is not of him that will it. Romans 9 from 14 to 16. It's of God. So already desire runs and strength will not do it. But the Bible says that there is an aspect, even though we make effort, but it must be built on God's mercy. When mercy is not your effort, your, or your effort, your effort to be in fertility. And that's what the Bible is asking us to pray for. Help. Help. Let us find grace to help. First Chronicles 26, verse 15. I want to read about a certain, thank you, Lord Jesus. It's a short message. But we continue next week. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name. You know, David one day said that I cried to God. He said he helped me for, from enemies that are too strong for me. He said because they were too strong. Life can be like that, the battles. But when a man says, Lord, I need your help, there are some cries that God does not turn down. Interestingly, people don't intentionally ask God. Enough till now, I wonder. Adam never asked God for mercy. He never said he was sorry. Why have you eaten the fruit? He said the woman. Yet we not find anywhere in the Bible where people really passionately ask God for mercy because God has this obsession. He said, a broken spirit and a contrary heart you will not reject. Psalm 51. It's like God can't say no to that thing when he sees it. When he sees a man who genuinely repents before him. Great prophecies. This is why I've told you before. If you're a man of the spirit and you're a prophet, you'll be very careful to quickly open your mouth and talk. On the ground of mercy, prophecy can be reversed. Who says that what a man has said is the final? He might have heard from God again. He said, God said this person will die. This one will. The truth of the matter is that if God wants to kill a man, he won't bother announcing to him. When he's told, it means he can still do something about it. Put a house in order, you shall die. Then he's going to face the wall and say, remember. There is something about a man that goes to God. And God told Isaiah that, you know what, 15 more years. If you have ever wondered, I know there are charlatans, charlatan, all kinds of but there are genuine prophets who actually saw some things and they never happened. Yes. That's why you understand the body of Jonah. He told God, when Nineveh didn't get the show eventually, he said, was this not the reason why I didn't want to answer your errand in the fourth place? Run your errand. He said, I know you, you are forgiving. I will deliver mercy now. You now say you are forgiving and then my reputation will be. <laughs> and he was right. Nineveh fasted for three days. And God told you now that don't you think I should forgive them? And you know, I said, Well, I knew this before now. You should have told me that you plan to forgive them. And let me stay in my house. And you are going to see all this in the Bible. And Elijah that called down fire told Ahab, Ah, you kill Naboth. The same place where you share this guy's blood, your own blood. And the Bible said that Ahab went home and he said, Entertainment, no, he just sat on his bed. In repentance, and God told Elijah that I suspend this prophecy. 
This will not happen in his time. I transfer it to his son. May you not be his son. That one had not done anything. <laughs> they carry load from the father and put it on his head. That dog will hit the boy. And the boy was not the one that sinned. Because the guy just went before God. Learn to go before God. See, we pray, but at times, there is an attitude that goes with the fact that you lock your door and you know that, Lord, if I can touch you, by the time I'm out of this room, something would have shifted. That is when that scripture happens that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But let's read about this king, Uzziah. You know about this guy, Uzziah, in chapter 26, 1 Chronicles 26, I think verse 15, yeah. First Chronicles, is it first or second now? Second Chronicles 26, sorry. I want to read about King Uzziah. Is it Chronicles or Kings? Chronicles, thank you. Yes, and he made, I'm actually going to verse 15 precisely. Who, this guy, Uzziah. If you know the book of Isaiah, you understand a little more about this guy. Isaiah saw vision the day this guy died. That's Isaiah chapter 6. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord. I had lifted up and his strength filled the temple. And he began to hear the cherubim cry once on the holy, holy is the Lord. And Isaiah said, woe unto me. That is what will always happen to you when you see the Lord in his glory. See, those who condemn others, when you stand before God, you see how condemned you are. Are you with me? The Lord has the attitude of, if you don't press into his, if you don't come and accept him as the king that knows it all, and you try to be proud, he has a way of breaking the proud. And he gives grace to the humble. I told you before, well, some of the, one of the telecoms in Nigeria, how whether the owner or the most senior manager decided to mess up one guy. In his own case, first class became his problem. And my friend told me that ever since they were in training school, he carried the father from the first class on his head like this. Any little conversation with him, he will find a way to talk about the fact that he finished first in school. He will chip it in one way or the other that, ah, you know, it was tough in school. And he said that usually after the training, when they picked all of you, the owner knows that they've done his job because other times have picked you. He said, everyone that, will, some of you know the person I'm talking about, when you enter his office, if you walk in that place, you understand. He will just gist with you and tell you that, oh, okay, how are you? When my friend went, they said, where are you from? He said, Ben Ray. Ah, Ben Ray. So was and he, he cracked a joint, and then they laughed, and then my friend left. But he said, when this guy came in, as the man was talking, he used time to build that wall towards the fact that, ah, he said, ah, even training was not easy. If I, it was tougher than when in school. School was a little tough, but I see my to be in the first class. So the man spotted what he was trying to do. I want to impress me. You want to work in my organization, and you are trying to impress me that I finished in first class. The man just asked him that, what is the official line? Which is actually 080 something something. And the guy just said 082 and quoted it. 082, he got it right. And the man just asked him one question. Is there a difference between O and 0? He was the only one that was never called back. He was disqualified with something so small. Now, you can ask the man himself tomorrow, he will say 080. But you see, in English, O is a letter. 0 is an alphabet. When they ask you for a number, you don't say O, oh, but we all say it. So the man said, with all your first class, you can't differentiate between O and zero. You are out. Maybe you should have finished with two one. His life would have been better. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Is somebody with me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, Isaiah saw himself in the year that Uzziah died. I'm not to explain why that vision came when Uzziah died. Because he crossed a line. But let's start when he was still doing well. But there is an aspect of him that we can learn something from. Uzziah eventually crossed into a ministry that did not belong to him and something happened to him. He died a leper. Terrible. But the Bible says he made in Jerusalem angels invented by corny men to be. Now, you can underline the word corny men. Angels invented. He was not the one that invented them by himself. To be on the towers and on the bulwarks to shoot arrows. It was the first king to use it. You see it in epic movies now. Uzziah started this. And his name spread far abroad. That will happen to you. Aye. One of the days when God sent the prophet to David, he said, I have given you a name like the name of great men upon the face of the earth. Do you know God can give you a name? He can give your company a name. He told David that. That means when they are talking about great men or not, they always mention a name. God said, David, you did anything, I gave it to you. So there is a grace of God that comes on you. That your name goes to the corridors. I mean, your name is just a great name. I pray for everybody. May the Lord, whatever you do, and whatever the name of your family, may the Lord give you a great name. Amen. Names that we open open door. Now, when people say they know you, there's a, re a, a respect accorded to them because of your name. You know, there are names like that. Hallelujah. The Bible said this is the reason for cunning men helping him, for name spreading, for the invention he created. He was marvelously helped till he was strong. Why did David pray that may the Lord answer you and send you help from sanctuary? Only those who obtain help get to certain level in life. When people talk about seven principles, 19 steps, they will never, most people don't talk about the aspect of divine help. Nobody, even non-believers, makes it to that top without help. In your story, you are going to find a place where you cannot take credit for certain things. He killed Goliath, but if his father didn't tell him to carry food that day, what would have happened? There is no way that you examine the story of anybody's greatness that you will not see the aspect of God's sovereignty and mercy playing out. That's what Solomon saw that made him to say that time and chance, that at the end of the day, the race is not to the swift. Because along the line, it is mercy. It is help from above. So David prayed for it. It's help from above. So the Bible said that Uzziah was helped. He became great because he was marvelously helped. So we have help. We also have marvelous help. Is somebody with me? In Deuteronomy chapter 34, most, sorry, 33, Moses began to pray. For all the children of Israel, the tribes. And when they go to Judah in verse 7, Deuteronomy chapter, chapter 3, verse 7, I want to see the prayer I pray for Judah. And this is the blessing of Judah. He said, Hear 
Lord, the voice of Judah, and bring him to his people. Can you imagine? This is where I will stop. He was praying for a man in the midst of his brethren, and he was still praying that, Lord, bring him to his people. In life, there are people around you, that they are around you, does not always mean they are your people. When you find the right company, speed will multiply. Any company you are right now with, and it does not translate to speed, to great progress, you haven't found your company. As Moses wanted to die, he began to bless. Thank God for Moses. The father had blessed them in Genesis 49. But the father had caused the firstborn. Ah, he said, Reuben, the, ex, the beginning of my might and strength. He said, you defy my bed. You shall not excel. You are as unstable as water. And Reuben just stayed at a level. But thank God for higher priesthood. Moses stood one day and Moses said, let Reuben live. And let his men not be few. In other words, I have come with greater unction. I remove the restriction of Reuben. Then Moses began to bless every other. So when he got to Judah, there's something about Judah. Even the father also blessed Judah very well. Jacob said, when he was blessing Judah, he said, it is you that your brethren will praise. He said, let the son of your mother fall down before you. He said, Judah is like, like, a lion, like a lion on the couch. We are said, the scepter shall not depart from Judah. Nor Lord give her between his feet until she will come. Yeah. To him shall be the obedience of the people. He gave him great. But when Moses saw Judah, so Moses said, Judah. He said, Lord, hear the voice of Judah and bring him to his people. In other words, if God has heard you, one of the things that we first of all said to your life is that the right company will come into your life. Men and brethren, you need it. Uzziah did not build those things. Great names, men with great names, are not men who have done great things necessarily. At times, they are just men who are blessed to have great team around them. Are you getting what I'm saying? David killed Goliath. But some of the mighty men of David did more than David. Have you read the exploits of the men of David? Great men. Now, God began to answer this prayer for David. It does not matter where you are listening to me this morning, the level you are, the state of life you are. David was running away from Saul. He went to a cave of Adullam, 1 Samuel 22. And the Bible says people started leaving town to go and join David. By the time the thing was formed, the Bible said that the host of David looked like the host of the Lord. And there are no exaggerations in the Bible. The Bible said that David's army became so mighty that they could be compared to angelic hosts. No wonder one of them could kill 800 people. What those men did, nobody can. It's as if God ordered, God altered their DNA. They began to function. The Bible called one, I, 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 I forgot it, one of them who was uh, Abishai's brother, that he could live on a wall, on a mountain like a deer. The Bible does not exaggerate. The Bible says, when this guy is running on the mountain, it's like a deer jumping like this. This man got to that level. God did something to them. 
They were leaving town as ordinary men, as men in debt. And they came to see. <laughs> oh, we, we will get into this more. First Samuel 22, see, this is what is for many people listening to me. This is the answer to their prayer. This is what people are looking for. Sometimes God does not answer your prayer directly by, you are praying, Lord, bless me, and then he sends money to your account. No. At times, he just puts you among the right people. Everything you have desired will come to pass as long as you are in that environment. These men, man, were borrowing money in town. They were destitute in town. They seemed to have nothing. But when they left town, none of should leave forest for town. They left town for forest. But when they left town and they entered forest, they became from debtor to mighty men. Can I hear amen? amen? Where are your people? All answers are a person away from you. There is a friendship that you enter into and everything changes. It is true. Um, bring him to his own people. All of you know, the one shot out in the jigs. It's called that, that title, that word, women thou are loose. Woman that, that word, woman thou are loose. He said that that message and all the message that people are applauding all over the world for, he preached them over and over again, but to 23 people, man, 23 people. He said, no matter the prayer. He said, even 23 people in that church, they have to count children. For years, this religious, for years. One day, he was invited for a small meeting. A man called Captain Pearson. Who that time was having a meeting called Azusa Street, the largest conference then. I think it was in hotel. I don't know. Summer, it was around for me. It was in hotel nearby. And just came in and sat at the back. And three days preached that message again. One, one is preached to 23 people, and someone there will be snoring during the message. And the man said, Who is this guy? Ah. After this, he said, Come, he said, call him for me. Said, Did that message come from you? Wow. He said, I'm going to invite you for my conference. He only spoke in that conference once. The old American knew the man. You see, days of preparation are there. But there is one day of announcements. That is a day that you must never miss. I don't know what's telling me that whether Dome also saw Ron Kenoli also playing all those songs to a little group of people and picked him and said, let's produce. That's, that's your people. The boxer that you know that at 19 conquered the old world. I don't want to mention it because now they watch it from different nations so that people don't get offended. You know the boxer I'm talking about? One punch will fall, your eyes will fall. It will look like they use charm. <laughs> I mean, sometimes when I'm free, I still play some of those videos. I will give somebody point. And my woman, the guy went down, got up, went down again, got on everything, just said, okay, that's the end. You know the boxer I'm talking about? Some years back, he came from nowhere, from a street boy, became the best boxer in the world and everything. A man saw him. The man said he saw him boxing an older guy, taller. And the way he was giving that guy up, that guy just said, this guy just wasting energy. That man took him, trained him, polished him, and turned him to the one that. But you know what? This is how you will know. Bring him to your people. Your people are not necessarily your family. It is the people that God has designed. That through them you rise. Through them you move. That man singularly made this young by. Now, look at it. When that man died, that was when his fall started. 
the man set up a team and they helped him to manage. That was how he became the best boss. I remember very well when the man died and there were many people that the man uh, uh, built as a team around him. Then he met this girl and the girl and his mother took over the business. And the girl and the mother made him to sack all the people that that old man put around him before he died. I was not the last man there told him that can't you see that they are finishing you? That this woman was not there with his daughter you are married to now when we're all laboring from the streets. Now one by one she's making you to sack all of us and I'm the last person. You will fall. You know, he went back, he went to, he became bankrupt, lost everything. And the woman left him. She was not his people. But she made him sin against his people. There are camps that when you get to, you must stay forever. Yes. You see, two, three people can sing together. I observe this, even whether secular or gospel, secular. Let's say we are secular singers. Some people are meant to rise into glory as a group. Once they split, you don't hear of them again. Names will start coming to your mind now. Once they split, no matter what individual starts singing, Ari Wola Sonny. Because when they split, some of them will try to sing on their own. It cannot be. Because there is a way God, and if you are supposed to rise as an individual, and you join the group. See, God uses the light to make a statement to people. Women is going on now. There are sports that you win and thrive as an individual like long tennis. But there are sports like football also. Each one has its own glory. So if you are destined to work with a team and you solo, you suffer solo. I don't know whether somebody is hearing what I'm saying. Hear the voice of Judah bring him to his people. Ah, maybe you should say, Lord, hear my voice and bring me to my people. Can you just pray that prayer? Bring me to my people where I belong. Where I belong. This is the pattern that you see, no matter what people are seeking in life. When they get it right in this area, everything, everything, everything. You know, have you ever wondered, honestly speaking, how um, any squad that you see, for instance, I'm a very good, I love football so much. Any squad that you see when they walk up, it's not that all the players are necessarily very exceptionally good. They might just have two or three, but there is a team. Individually, all the teams that are one walker, it's not everybody that is playing for a top team necessarily, at least to the best of my knowledge. But somehow, you might have some superstars like what I just now won the last time, Messi. Well, you also have one or two players in the squad that you don't really know their name out there in their club. Yes. Bring him to his people. The company. This is the first prayer of help that everybody should pray. When you are without teams, as if everything. Nobody will forget 94 squad, Super Eagles. We have not been able to rebuild a team like that since that time. How did West Ham, what connected him to everybody and then everybody forming? In all great stories, we are going to find this. Yes. 
There can be an associate that comes to your business and everything changes from that day. That kind of person, you must not let him go. There's a popular Nigerian singer and instrumentalist. I know he brought that there was a lady that used to take solo for him and after a while they parted and after a while everything just... Since I, I didn't mention any names, so nobody can say that. <laughs> but now this way, you people go on Facebook and start all kinds of wala. So I've been told I should not mention any names. So I'll just say somebody. So when you say it's yours, how do you know it's you? I didn't mention your name. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? I want to leave everybody what I've just said. See, this is where we put attention when we are praying. Yes. This is where we put attention when we are praying. Do not have found out that at times, great ideas don't even pop up until you sit down and start talking with some people. There is so much power in two or three. For the fact that you are just gisting one day, something comes up and redefines the lives of all of you together. But you see, you cannot start looking around that, who are my people? <laughs> you will destroy yourself with your own hand. Because you bring wrong people in. But as you pray, and you plead, as you pray for help, the Creator will arrange in such a way that you will be brought to your people. So Moses prayed that prayer for Judah. You can pray for yourself. Lord, bring me to my people. Yes. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We will continue next week. Help. Everybody needs help. Marvelous help. Help. Jesus, we lift up your name. 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 Lift up hands wherever you are. Just pray for help. Jesus, we lift up your name. Sukalabarash. Jesus, we lift up your name. Sometimes we cannot take credit for marrying rights. It just helps. There are many things that we pretend as if we do it well. You know, I, I now took my time. I now, but sincerely, is it really so? Or you have just been helped? And the foremost of help is for God to send the right people into your life. We will examine different types of help but this is where we are starting from. You can pray wherever you are. Lo shalamanda brakido bo sele mandalabaya zosa protoki balabasataya. One day, somebody told me a story. We can rise. Thank you. Let's rise. And I will never forget. 
there was this church here in Nigeria that this, of course, the pastor got himself into that kind of trouble. A real man of God shouldn't be doing that. There was this rich man that they were depending on. I mean, eventually, actually bought property for the church, allowed them to meet in there. He was always giving. He actually practically brought, bought all there. And one day, and he was living a funny life. A pastor should never keep his eyes on any member of the church, whether he's even the president of the nation. Only on Jesus. Otherwise, you will worship Satan. Are you with me? <laughs> anyway. At least you know that if I greet you, I greet everybody the same way here. I'm among the first to arrive and the last to leave. So I don't even know the kind of car you drive. And that's one of the reasons why I actually don't go to people's houses. Lord, we've actually had a, a, one wealthy person that was here one time. He was angry that I never came. And I told him, that's why I will never go to this person's house. How can you say you're angry that I've never come to visit you? So I can see the display where I begin to respect you. No. I must respect everybody. Rich or poor, I honor all men. That's what the Bible teaches. And I'm glad with something that God has done. Most people who give heavily here, I don't know them. Even when they show me statement of account, because I'm not the, the people that receive a lot and somebody, when they show me, even they use the word I O E A. So I don't even know those people. Some people here give heavily, and I don't know them. I there are every givers here in the last five years, and I don't know who they are. And I'm happy. I know some, but majority I don't know. Yes. Yesterday in a small meeting, I just said that oh, the second crane at the back there that they've not been using that, they said that the internet transmitter, out of the six cameras, they need to put something on uh, that the crane, that the transmitter. And I said, okay, how much is that? I said, transmitter is half a million, and I need, they needed four. So I said, okay, but you can start with two. I said, okay, go and buy two today. They couldn't, yes, they got the guy that was supposed to deliver was misbehaving. And immediately I left, just a meter less than 15 points. When the meeting ended and I would come back to the office, then Joshua told me, and somebody just said that it will pay another million for the remaining two, that all the four should be ready. That happens every time. Now, the person didn't tell me. He told him, and he didn't tell him to tell him who the person was. And I like that. So the body is okay, so they will know that, okay, I'm the one. So just said, I don't tell anybody about but just tell pastor that uh, somebody is adding, pay for all, all the remaining. And that happens every now and then. Or say, anyway, this guy got himself into this kind of space he shouldn't be. And the man began to control the child. And one day, because a decision didn't go his way, he told the pastor um, it, that he wasn't going to evict the church from the building. He took his money, but seized all the equipment because he bought them. And, then to leave, and the pastor started crying. But thank God for one associate, I stand pastor. He got up and he told the man, get out. Take your building, take your money. He said, the church of Christ will stand without you. When the man said so, the whole church received courage. I told the man that, please, go, carry your chairs. Give us one month, everything. You will not see us outside begging. You will see us on that building that is not yours. Chairs that are not bought by you. Cameras not from you. 
and that happened. Say so that associate, God sent him to that guy. Because without him, a guy will crumble. He was already crying. Too much of. And bullies like that rich man, uh, that rich man, somebody has to stand up to them and let them know, sir, you are not God. Whatever you think you have, that's why don't collect a gift from a person that controls with the gifts. This is why I like those who give without anybody knowing that they are the one. By the time you want us to know so that you can control, don't control. There are amazing, a lot of wonderful people here. Now, not everybody that gives openly is looking for control. No, that's not what I'm saying. But some people, because some, it depends on situation. Some people walk up and say, I won't take care of this, and they are not interested in controlling with it, and there are many good people in church. But there are also some people who just try to control people, and it's not done. In your personal life, also avoid your personal space. Those who help you and sit on the help. You understand people like that? Once they do something for you, it becomes a bargaining tool. Neither should do also do that to people. When you help people, if you don't want to feel bad, detach yourself from any help you do. Whatever you do, just let it go. That, that is it. If you stop expecting anyone you help to help you, you are going to live a very beautiful life. You are in Lagos, you have three bedroom apartments. Somebody comes from a bad or from Portacourt or from so he doesn't have a commission. You help them, he stays with you for one year. Don't expect that when he leaves, he will remember you. If you do, you will bring sorrow to yourself. If he remembers and he sent a bless, it becomes great. He remembers you, he, he reaches out to you, fine. But if he does not forget about that, don't report him around. Ah, that one. Ah. Uh, so it's nice, Nato. He lived in my house. You will just give yourself high blood pressure. See it as God has used you to help him. Your own blessing will come from another source. God will reward you, not necessarily through that person. So that is very important that you detach yourself from what you do for people. It is true. If you think people will help you because you're always helping them, you are wrong. You can be the one always helping everybody. When it's your turn, they will all leave you. You know what? Look up to God. He knows what you've been doing for others. He will help you. But leave others alone. Most people who are there for people, people are not always there for them. Human beings are like that. It's not them. God is trying to tell you that the fact that you are there for them, don't keep your eyes away from them. It is true. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I love you. Somebody bless this money. Grace is on you. This week will, will be your most productive week. The Lord will guide you. He will lead you. He will order your steps. You will have great and amazing testimonies. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together if you receive that today. Does this look like a service worth inviting somebody for? Then don't miss next Sunday and invite somebody. Interestingly, in this church, both first, second, and third side, they're always very powerful. None is superior to one because it's the same Holy Spirit, the same Jesus, different channels. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Let's give our offering this morning or this afternoon. What a privilege to be a Christian. I love the fact that I'm a Christian. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. I love the fact that I'm a Christian. When we go to, like we went last, when we go to Europe, a, a, a many times, some of the time I go with P. Josh and Daisy and and I see a nation where people don't go to church. I have never felt like, I don't understand Christians in Nigeria who cross over there and join them to stop going to church. That kind of weather can catch some of us. What will I be doing? In him there is life. The Western world now turns on them to a day they walk their dog and yatch and then they drive boats around typical people in the West. And Robert was talking about it. They, it turned, so it, that's what people do now. Sunday, God is away from, they will learn in a hard way. And there are people of another religion. Those ones are not joking. Yes. Check the whole of Europe. They are not joking. They still dress the way they dress. And they are after this continent. And the sons of the continent, they are sleeping. And they are just there. It is true. There's a particular religion. What I respect about them, prosperity does not change their conviction. They still dress the same way anywhere they are in the world, dress and the same thing. Christians are the most unfaithful to God. Little sign of prosperity like this. I served a particular part of the nation in an oil company. That's why I served as a, as a copper. By, I don't want to mention, that doesn't because I'm picking on, by a particular time. And I think that's a good virtue. I might not agree with the, that particular religion, but I love that practice. When it is their time to pray the God, I said, this is a good practice. If you are the president, you are in the premises that are, they will leave you there and go and pray. And in some of the nations, of some religions, in some nations, they leave their market alone with the customer there to go and pray. Christian, we have an excuse that God understands. The gentility of God has been taken for granted by us. We know God forgives. We are the only people who go on Facebook and attack church. It's only religion. We're a young boy. We called 82-year-old man. Evil culture tells and start insulting him on the ground of doctrine. I don't know what is wrong with our faith. That it's only us who do this kind of thing. That one pastor we mention name of another pastor on Facebook and call him names and blah, blah. If you don't agree with somebody, it doesn't force you to come to his church. We are the only people who do this kind of thing. We are the only ones. The only people. I've never met a Buddha monk attacking another monk on Facebook. It's only Christians. Two, I too know, ITK. It's us. Yes. We are the ones who get angry with church. Other places, their rules don't change. In church, we expect them to change the rule. I know a girl who fought her pastor for telling her that she was wearing something highly revealing. She married a man from that religion where she was told to dress and she has started dressing like that. Why do we take God for granted? Yeah. Christians are the ones who debate. They debate everything. You know, because honestly, freedom is not good for humanity. Hope you know. Once people prosper, they say bye-bye. It's been like that from the Bible. Every time Israel prosper, they pursue God. It's, God is always the first one to be taken out of the equation when people prosper. When prosperity hits Nigeria, 
and they are paying salary to even those who are not working. That's what happens in some nations. So I don't see why we should work. In some foreign nations, they pay citizens who do have a job. You collect salary to keep you alive. Your bills are paid. I know some of them, they have a lot of teenage pregnancy. What else do you want them to do? <laughs> Before we left, we just read a news. I don't know whether I saw it or so. The archbishop there. You won't preach, you won't do anything. What is his main issue now? His issue that I came out to address the whole world on is that our father was in heaven. It's wrong. That is not, uh, we are not sensitive to other gender. So we should say our mother was in heaven. I said, this is what this one has to say. You know, too, too, see, too much prosperity is not good. When you are too comfortable, you just wake up and say something. And he said that people should look into that matter and change it. That our father, that women are, how many women are complaining? He said we are giving an impression that God is for men. Even so, our, no, our, our mother, <laughs> our mother, father, who are, who are in heaven. <laughs> when I read that, I said, this is a sign of sickness. He said, this is what this one has to talk about. And he called for a mass and he was addressing it passionately that this is the matter. People are sick, they're going to, you are not talking about prayer, you are talking about the Lord's prayer. They should adjust it. Oh, girl. <laughs> it is well. You know, honestly, that continent Europe is wonderful. <laughs> you know, I don't speak against other religions. I, I love people who believe what they I believe the word of God, and I believe that Jesus is the only way. I reach out to other people to the best of my ability. But I see certain practices, how convicted they are about their convictions. And I said, this is, and then we have the word of God. And many Christians, little sign of evil like this, God is no more there, you know. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.